This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of neuroblastoma from the pathology section on orthobullets.com. Let's start this episode with a quick summary. Neuroblastomas are malignant tumors that develop from sympathetic neural tissue with most cases arising near the adrenal gland or the spinal cord. The condition usually presents in children younger than age 2 with fever, weight loss, and diarrhea. Diagnosis is made with a biopsy showing small round blue cells forming rosette patterns. Treatment may be observation or a combination of chemotherapy, stem cell transplantation, and surgical excision depending on the histological grade and location of the tumor. Now let's get into the episode. Starting with epidemiology, as far as incidence, neuroblastoma occurs in approximately 1 out of 100,000 children, and it is the most common solid tumor of childhood. In terms of demographics, there is a slight male predominance, and the majority of cases occur in children younger than 2 years of age. As far as metastasis, neuroblastoma metastasis to the bone is a common and poor prognostic sign. In terms of presentation, patients may have symptoms of fever, malaise, weight loss, and diarrhea. If the adrenal glands are affected, the child may present with significant tachycardia. Patients may also present with an abdominal mass. Physical exam may reveal an abdominal mass or hepatosplenomegaly. As far as biopsy, a needle or open incisional biopsy is required to obtain lesional tissue and make the histological definitive diagnosis. Moving on to imaging, radiographs may show bone lesions in cases of metastatic disease. Bone lesions are often permeative and lytic in nature and may occur anywhere in the skeleton. A CT of the chest, abdomen, and pelvis is the most common initial imaging sequence for evaluation of the extent of disease and is helpful in determining the extent of visceral metastasis. An MRI scan of the chest and abdomen may be useful to delineate anatomic structures. Finally, a bone scan may be helpful in determining the extent of metastatic bone disease. In terms of histology, you will see small round blue cells forming rosette patterns. Other small round blue cell tumors of childhood include rhabdomyosarcoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Ewing sarcoma slash primitive neuroectodermal tumors, and the blastemic component of Wilms tumor. Treatment of neuroblastoma can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management includes observation, which is indicated for very young infants with low-risk tumors. Keep in mind that a significant portion of neuroblastomas can spontaneously regress. Another non-operative modality is chemotherapy and stem cell transplant alone. This is indicated for children with high-grade or metastatic neuroblastomas in a location not amenable to surgical resection. As far as the technique, be sure to treat with chemotherapeutics like platinum or cisplatin or alkylating agents like iphosphamide, followed by stem cell transplant. Operative options include surgical excision, as well as chemotherapy, stem cell transplant, and surgical excision. Surgical excision alone is indicated for low-grade tumors, which can be easily excised with a wide surgical margin while not damaging critical neurovascular structures. Chemotherapy, stem cell transplant, and surgical excision is indicated for high-grade tumors, which arise in close proximity to critical neurovascular structures and therefore cannot be easily excised with a wide surgical margin. Now, let's end this review session talking about the prognosis of neuroblastoma. Keep in mind that the majority of children are cured. Metastatic disease is a poor prognostic factor, as we previously mentioned, and in very young children, spontaneous regression of the tumor without treatment is known to occur. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic might be tested. What is the most common malignant solid tumor of childhood? And the choices are 1. Leukemia, 2. Lymphoma, 3. Neuroblastoma, 4. Ewing sarcoma, 
and 5. Eosinophilic granuloma. The correct answer to this question is 3. Neuroblastoma. So, of course, if you have good situational awareness and know that we're going over questions about neuroblastoma, you should have gotten this question correct. But to quickly review, the most common malignant solid tumor of childhood is neuroblastoma, developing from neuroplastic transformation of neural crest-derived cells. While leukemia is a common pediatric cancer, it is not considered a solid tumor. Eosinophilic granuloma is not a malignant tumor, but rather described as a tumor-like condition secondary to an increase in histiocytes. While the Ewing sarcoma is a common solid neoplasm, it is not as common as neuroblastoma. Dormans and Moreau's review the diagnosis, management, and outcomes of spinal tumors and infections in children. While neuroblastoma is derived from neural crest cells, it most frequently originates in one of the adrenal glands, neck, chest, abdomen, or pelvis. That's all for this review about neuroblastoma. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow OrthoBullets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the OrthoBullets podcast.